You're listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Good evening and you're very welcome to this week's Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and coming up on tonight's programme, to mark International Women's Day last Thursday, I called to Rosemary Bennis in Saunas in Newcastle West, County Limerick, to celebrate the many female food and drink producers we have in Ireland. And then I popped across the street to Kimono Boutique to meet Polish-born candle maker Gosha, who turned her hobby and passion for candle making by hand into her business, Candela. And also on the programme tonight, Swami and Lorraine Hughes from Nearer to Nature will tell us about their range of health bars which have just undergone a major rebrand. If at any point you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can drop me an email to s.noonan at live.ie or tweet me at Queen of Org as in Queen of Organisation. So to start the show off tonight, let's go to Rosemary Bennis in Sonna's health food shop. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Happy International Women's Day, Rosemary. Thank you, Sharon, and many happy returns. Where better to celebrate than in a shop that's jam-packed with produce that are coming from women from all over the world, but in particular here at home in Ireland, we have so many female producers that we have cause to celebrate. And we're going to start off today talking about one that's very close to home here in Newcastle West, and that's Caroline Rigney in Curachias in West Limerick. Yeah, Caroline is. A, she's a stalwart um, of the of the local produce and farmers market history of the area. People would know her for her pork produce, her rare breed pork, and she then has branched out into her granola, which she started by making for her guests at her bed and breakfast in Curachase, and then decided she was given. You know, the, there was an opening to to market it as a as a product, which she has brought to market in the last eighteen months, I think, or about two years maybe. Yeah, because um, it's really interesting what you say there about the pork products, like everything that she cooks up. She has the and be there and everything that she cooks up for the breakfast is from the farm you know the ra- the rashers the sausages the black pudding but then she would have got vegetarians through the door and she just wasn't happy with the cereals off the shelf cereals that she was given them and then she started doing this granola and then they encouraged her to give them the recipe or to, to sell it. It is a wonderful product. It's a beautiful product and I can see and she's all, Caroline's all about quality and this is really oozing quality. It's got such a high percentage of nuts, seeds and dried fruit. Most granolas would be at least half of it would be oats if not more. So in Caroline's I think it's about 25 to 30% and the rest is jam packed with nut seeds different flakes so the texture is gorgeous and it's very sustaining it's not just I mean I suppose a lot of people are familiar now with more um, reducing starches and in terms of maintaining our tummy our waistlines and, and reducing the fat belly um, certainly reducing carbs and starches not not excluding them but reducing them can really help with that Caroline's is actually a fantastic granola for that because it is naturally has naturally got about less uh, sorry ha- less than half of what others would and, and it's, it's beautiful. And the oats, they're gluten-free oats. So they it is are. a gluten-free product. Yeah, and Caroline doesn't particularly market it as a gluten-free product. It's marketed as a really fabulous granola, which is gorgeous. But it, it happens to be gluten-free. She just chose to use the um, the certified gluten-free oats. Because not every, not every gluten-intolerant person has a problem with oats, but the sensitivity is there for true celiac. So it's great, and it's not too sweet at all. It is a touch of honey, really not too much, and it's just gorgeous. She has two different varieties in it. Um, yeah. The goji 
berries, flame raisins is my favourite. Which one sells best? That one. That one. The cinnamon is the other one. The other one doesn't have the raisins, which suits some people who don't like dried fruit. So you have your person who doesn't like, they get stuck in their teeth and they don't like dried fruit. So we leave, they would like the cinnamon. Um, I like the cinnamon too, but it's 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 a taste. It's one of those ones some people don't like. So she has both, which is great. And I must highlight that this one won gold in the granola category at the Blossnerin Awards last year and the Blossnerin open for entries every year on St. Patrick's Day so that's imminent for producers out there that might have a product that they want to get that stamp of quality on they should definitely look up the irishfoodawards.com and get entering that yeah yeah it is and it's it's a very classy looking label on it you know the equivalent of the great taste in the UK it's really great and also it has to be said it's a very crowded field I mean we have granola coming we've we've extended our shelves of granola and we're just a small shop so it's a very um, yeah it's a very packed field there's a lot so she's doing fabulously she's really set a niche what's this now is this so a this granola? is another one this is a granola. granola so we've had this one Maria Lucia from Dublin actually County Wicklow originally now in Dublin lovely lovely woman in the old shop she had come to us to do an in-store um, she was kind of ahead of the curve actually this product is out about actually it must be out about five years so she started off again she had a celiac friend who couldn't put up with the cardboard tasting food that she was being served at the time I mean gluten free produce and offering has really improved in the last five years hugely Mm. Um, so anyway but Maria um, ended up she's a keen cook a home cook and she ended up making her own blend with the gluten free oats as well and came up with a lovely formula that again people said god you should sell that and she did she's a bit like Caroline tested it at farmers markets took it out there and then got it branded brought it to market you know really nicely packed and she does three um, now the, actually we've, the, there's a lovely no sugar one which again suits the person who's watching the waistline and, and diabetics as well and fruit it's fruit free and yeah. no added sugar yeah. this one here now would have caught my eye cranberry coconut and chia seed yeah. it sounds lovely it is lovely yeah. it is lovely and there's a nice little hint of taste it's not overpowering there's another flavour as well which I can't remember right now we have it we sometimes have it but really good um, and genuinely actually I can recommend the no added sugar it really is no added sugar <laughs> it's you know even to the point you go hmm not as sweet as I was thinking okay. because our taste buds are so so sweetened now so she's got a niche and um, yeah very nice nice pack nice texture um, she's a really good person and she comes from a food background herself um, and so yeah she's distributed nationwide as well fantastic yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. and then for the people that in terms of baking they may be they like to bake a bit more, but they don't have time for it. Do you have a scone mix? We do, we do. This is Helen O'Dowd. Um, Helen is from uh, from Connacht, Roscommon, I think. Um, interesting woman. She's actually um, a food scientist herself and a nutritionist. And she, um, because of her own health, where she was um, diagnosed um, celiac, got into uh, making her own food, making it tasty. Again, this mar- this product's been in the market for at least five years, um, and she's done a very convenient. She does a range of mixes. I really like the scone mix. She does a brown bread mix as well, and um, there's a couple of others in the range. But yeah, very simple. You literally add your your binder of choice, which can be egg or not egg, your milk of choice and non-dairy milk, whatever you want. And in 15 minutes, literally a fool can do it. Yeah. You don't do not have to be a good baker. And um, they're foolproof and very nice. Yeah, okay. yeah, so she's good. And then if you if you don't want to go to the trouble of making anything, but this looks like something that would be lovely with a cup of tea or yeah, coffee. Yeah, exactly. This is Boutique Bake. Some people might remember um, 
uh, Catherine Buggy from she, her appearance on Dragon's Den. Um, in fact, a lot of a lot of these producers have pushed themselves out there and gone in their next second level stage after after they've been to come to market to, to Dragon's Den and similar things. Which is great profile for them to get on the TV, even yeah. if they don't get the investment. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's massive. Um, this is a really nice range, the Boutique Bake. We do a few. She she does what a kind of a classic range, which is supermarket stock, and then she does what she calls a health range. So there's this one is the Cacao Protein Bites Mix. This makes you, again, a foolproof uh, protein ball. Okay. So, again, you can do your own, but you know what? If you just want to just have a no no mistake effort, oh, this that's is really a mix. good. It's, it's actually a mix. A mix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I feel it. I feel it now and draw it. Yes, it's a mix. It's a mix, yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought it was the bites inside it. That's no, really interesting. It is really good, and it's great, and like ideal for kids, ideal for someone who's going, mm, I fancy some of that. They're watching bloggers and seeing it online, and they think, how do I do that? So this one has the... Um, uh, it has oats, uh, again gluten free, as a ba- um, bl- blended up into a flour, cashew nuts, almonds, cocoa powder or cacao, and um, you add then your sweetener and coconut oil. So you add either maple syrup or, or mashed up dates and then coconut oil and just blend it all together. You don't even need a food processor, like I've done it in both, you can just do it in a bowl. Um, so very handy and gorgeous. We tasted these yesterday in the, in the shop and really, really yum. What I find really interesting about these products is the packaging. Yeah. All about the packaging. Yeah. Like the packaging is very good. Yeah. It's very eye-catching. Yeah. The design, the colour and everything. Yeah. Like they've put a lot of time and effort, yeah. thought, probably investment yeah, definitely. into getting it right. Yeah, I really like them. I mean, the, I think the, the, the scone mix, the, the boutique bake, Rigney's is just sensational. It's With a, the reusable or the resealable. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, beautiful, but very attractive. Yeah, she also um, this boutique bake. Um, they also brought out a new pancake mix this 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 year. Um, protein pancake mix again, very clever. Um, looking to the market, and people are certain people are you know reducing starches a bit, getting a little bit more protein. Not crazy amount like bodybuilder style, but just still in, more aware of it. And she's added a little bit of whey protein to her p- pancake mix, which again is great. And pancakes defeat people. Some people say, oh, they're so easy, and other people are completely defeated by the thought of pancakes. So her pancake mix actually is very very useful. Um, you know, goes great. And there's also a brownie mix, and um, that that again is a bit more indulgent but not too sweet so she did yeah and they look very they're presented very well yeah very and the nice. color and everything is very yeah yeah and then on, on some of them they would have pictures of the people in the back there like yeah that. there's Catherine the head baker yeah and there's Helen in yeah. the back of hers we'll have to get Caroline to get a shot of herself right. on hers yes and um Look, Maria has hers, and you know, so yeah, do you know, it's very interesting because you can connect more with them if you know what they look like. That's right, yeah, that's right. Now people like to see it, and a lot of people then will, you know, maybe go online, look at their online presence as well. If you're into it, you know, yeah, I, yeah, because I think it's great to, to know the person and the story behind the yeah, person because usually it is a very interesting journey that yeah. brings them to this stage where they have a product, yeah, on a shelf and a right. shop. And it takes real guts. I mean, it really does. Like I'm sure all of these people have put blood sweat and tears into it and got no money out of it mm-hmm. for a long time because it it's 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 a crowded market yeah it's food it has a shelf life it's dependent on taste it's really there's logistics of all sorts of levels we don't even know about i mean really fair play they're yeah. great and um, another one that is a really on the plainer side of things is a bread mix and again you know you'd say oh how difficult is it to make a loaf of bread but to be honest it isn't that easy for everyone so mixes like this are really handy they and again they deliver a loaf that you can be proud of yeah. <laughs> you know and they just and they don't 
sink and they don't not you know there's all these things and there's a picture of how it's supposed to look That's right so you, you yeah. know when you've got it bang on right exactly this one is Kathy's spelt as Kathy spelt for health again Kathy she's had she's been out in for at least five years I mean I might maybe even longer in distribution um really nice her own health digestive issues led her to using spelt which is um, a grain in the wheat family but tolerated better by people who find they bloat with wheat okay so um, a lot of the bloating issues and the problems with wheat are because it's so denatured um, it's so processed you know varieties are so refined now so spelt suits people because it's an older variety and it's more pure um, and it bakes very like regular wheat and it looks and tastes quite like it too which mm-hmm. is great so it's not gluten free but it's in the middle kind of um, so Cathy's bake spelt mix is really nice this this is distributed mainstream as well in mainstream stores um, but yeah it's, it's again it's foolproof you can add a variation of milks to it an egg or not an egg and different things and pop it into your loaf tin job done fantastic things just to have in the cupboard there emergency last yeah. minute visitor as yeah, well you exactly or do you know a Sunday morning or something if you've been busy all week and you go god you know what now I fancy something homemade and baked even the, warm up the kitchen have the smell in, in you know around the house yeah. really they're great and they're not expensive they'd all be under like you know the, the, the cake mixes and that they're all under a five or three four euro five, up to five and you get a lot of eating out of them they're great yeah and we've one more food product oh, yes, to talk we about. We must we we mustn't forget again. the chocolate, no, especially mustn't. with Easter coming up. Because yes. I remember last year you had fabulous chocolate from Bean and Goose. Yeah, these are two sisters, um, Natalie and Karen, down in Wexford. And um, absolutely beautiful products. Um, we, we stock their chocolate sometimes and then we always do their Easter, which they don't have Easter eggs. They have Easter hares and goose eggs. And um, they're very niche. They have a really high grade of chocolate, um, which they temper and do all beautiful things with. And they do these fabulous kind of slabs of chocolate as well, sprinkled with nuts and different spices. So um, their bars are beautiful. Um, they, again, would have gone to market. Literally, they would have Temple Bar Market would have been their big market in Dublin, probably local markets as well. Got a huge following, huge response. And they've now, they now package really they present so beautifully and um, I'm sure they would have a, a good export market actually um, I and believe, they're kind of at the higher end I believe they trained down in Ken Mayer with Ben Waller ah, the French yes. chocolatier down yeah. there yeah. ah yeah okay that would that would figure mm-hmm. yeah 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 they're yeah they're very they're skilled at what they do beautiful and they do quite a, they do single origin so for the for the chocolate geek in your life, this is this is a dream buy, because you know the way you can get, um, you can go into the the int- intricacies of wine, same you can with coffee, same with chocolate in terms of individual um, beans, individual tastes, markers, all sorts of uniqueness, and um, they they really feed that market, which isn't everyone's taste, but it's interesting and it's there. And then they do kind of blends of like a really fat bar, dark dark bar of chocolate with salt, for example, or with almonds, and then they're 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 they're, they're Easter stuff is beautiful. Yeah, the Fabulous, hairs. The yeah. hairs are amazing. It is lovely <laughs> chocolate and different flavors then as well. The Irish sea salt and you had massive big bars at Christmas. Yeah, we did. They were fantastic, and I wasn't too sure. I said I just try them out, but they were beautiful. A big slab. It's called a sharing slab. Um, it it worked out. It was higher price point, but actually I think it delivered real value for money, and it was a brilliant present to bring to a house 
you know, rather than a bottle of wine or a yeah. tin of roses. And you literally just the idea was crack it open and there was a sense of, sense of plenty about it, sprinkled with all sorts of petals and strewn with nuts and seeds. It was really gorgeous. They look delicious. Yeah, beautiful. We'll oh, have them again. Mm. Now, to finish up, we're going to yeah. look at skincare, which we've never looked at before on the show. But obviously it is food for the skin and there's some food type ingredients in That's it. That's right. And yeah. The, these are Irish products. Regular visitors to the store here would know that you do have a few different skin ranges here. This is a nice Irish one. Tell us about it. Kinvara. Yeah, Kinvara. So from um, Kinvara in County, oh God, I was going to say County Clare, County Galway. Um, this is developed by Joanne, who again came to market about 10 years ago. I remember meeting her at, when she was first starting out at trade shows. Um, she's a food scientist. Her background is that, I think it's really interesting. She had a real... Um, she was very ahead of the curve, and now she's Kinvara is having a real moment. So they've they're, it's they're they've done excellent marketing. Um, they've rebranded lately as well. They started off with three core products. The, her first one was a cleansing oil, which was again now is kind of more commonplace. All the big brands are doing them, um, but it was very ahead of its time and niche at the time. And then and then the rosehip serum and her rosehip moisturizer. That's her three core products. She's added since three or four more, but it's still a tidy range that you can get your head around. Um, the rosehip. Her idea was what you could put on your skin should be of that you could eat it as well. Do you know? And and it makes sense because people forget that what we what we put on our skin we actually absorb into our bloodstream, yeah. and it is all the one blood. And we really forget that. So especially a product that stays on your skin, we'd really highlight that idea. You know that just think of what, how much goes in over time so um, it's yeah the rosehip is and people know rosehip now more there's other brands that do it as well her rosehip syrup is fabulous it's kind of slightly oil blend in it it's not it's, it's a little heavier than a normal serum absolutely beautiful it smells amazing it's you, you don't need anything else with it really I find so you don't put it on under your moisturizer well you, well, you technically do you you that's the instruction but I find for me I find when I have it on I don't need anything else so some people just use it as a two-in-one or you if you were if your skin was more dehydrated you put on your moisturizer over but absolutely beautiful product delivers real value for money as well you get a lot out of it the cleansing oil is really interesting very simple it's just a blend of neutral oils like say sunflower seed oil sesame oil almond oil and the idea is is that oil removes oil so for example if you have your foundation your eye makeup which will be oil based you warm water put on your um, cleansing oil which is a clear oil liquid massage it on rinse off with a face cloth and the feeling is just fantastic wow. so soft and removes everything and it really suits sensitive skin okay so but just really gorgeous and you kind of you don't need you know sometimes people would feel or women would feel after um cleansing you might need a night cream or something to just replenish mm. i really think with the cleansing oil it just does the job in one okay. beautiful absolutely beautiful product so you know people are getting more familiar with that idea now some people would use coconut oil to remove makeup for example if it's okay. sensitive skin yeah or around the hairline if you were irritated after shampooing mm. but this feeds into that idea really pure and they're yeah great product they're they're very good at what they do and um, they brought out now they, they've extended their range lately they brought out a hyaluronic acid which is another actually it's a food supplement and it's what plumps up our skin it's what we unfortunately lose as we age and we all get a bit dry and creaky in the joints and in the skin so hyaluronic acid is um, like the big companies like L'Oreal Clarins they love this they, they market this extensively now um, but they very cleverly made a nice little serum with that so Kinvara have gone from strength to strength they're a beautiful range and again a very very simple packaging yep. simple colours yep. but very effective yeah attractive um, they've, they've pitched it nicely um, and as far as I know that that's a hugely female based 
company you know I know I'm sure Joanne is like lots of support around her but I know the marketing person is, is you know it, it, I, obviously I, sp I suppose because of what it is and that women use so much skincare will attract that but she's been a real trailblazer yeah and is getting the real success now which is great to see well a fantastic array of female producers yeah. from all over Ireland and, and that, we're, more. that yeah. we're very proud of this yes. is just just a selection yeah. of them that are out there so mm. congratulations to them but of course congratulations to you Rosemary for stocking them all here in Saunas in Newcastle West it's been great to talk to you as always okay thanks Sharon a pleasure you're listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan and just before the break, Rosemary Bennis was celebrating the multitude of Irish food producers to mark International Women's Day last Thursday. And if you're just tuning in, you can catch up on Best Possible Taste on West Limerick 102 FM when it's repeated on Wednesday mornings at 8am. And the podcasts are available to listen to on SharonNoonan.com as well as iTunes and the podcast app. And it's also on the website website voted Ireland's best online digital food and drink magazine. Still to come tonight I'll be talking to Swami and Lorraine Hughes from Nearer to Nature about their health bars and their recent rebranding but before that we are going to hear from candle maker Gosha. Gosha was in Kimono Boutique in the heart of Newcastle West recently and she sat down with me to tell me about her business, Candela, and her beautiful range of handcrafted candles. Cheers. Chin chin. Salut. Schleinte. Hello, my name is Gosha Sapkovic. I'm an owner and founder of Candela. So your company does fantastic beautiful candles um, yes um, that's true um, our candles are handmade in Kildare Town um, we we uh, make our candles in small batches of four or six so um, quality it's very very important for me um, and I'm always choosing the best of the best there's definitely a bit of a Kildare twang in the accent there, but you weren't <laughs> born in Kildare. No, um, I'm I'm um, I'm Polish. I, I'm, I'm, I came to Ireland um, 14 years ago, um, so Ireland is my home now, and definitely Kildare is my hometown. And how long have you been doing the candles? Um, the uh, I was kind of that was my hobby, so I'd say around six years, and um, they on the market will be four years in August this year. And what were you doing before you started to do the candles? Um, I'm a very uh, busy woman, I'd say. Um, um, actually, I study children's psychology, um, but I never work as a therapist. Um, then I've done accountancy courses in Ireland, so I was working as an accountant. Um, and um, and I'm surrounded by artists in Killer Town. All my friends are artists, and they do. I have a fashion designer um, um, as a friend, then a ceramic, um, a, a potter, um, painters. Um, so, um, and I always was um, mad about um, art and design and fragrances. So, um, there you go. <laughs> And you started making the candles as a hobby, and I think it's always great when somebody has a hobby, a passion, something that they yeah, enjoy, definitely. and they're able to convert it into a business. Mm. So at what stage did you decide to do that and take the leap 
from it being something that you did part time that you dabbled in to mm. saying okay I'm going to make this into a business uh, my husband was a huge part of it um, both of us we always had a drive to do something together and um, I was making candles at home for my children because my little one was when he was born he was allergic to lots of things so I, I didn't trust I, I was preferred to do it something myself and burn around the house make sure that I know what is in the candle um, and then all our friends were pushing us so um, actually the first product it was a um, collaboration with uh, passion friendship um, it was a team teamwork it was our myself my husband and all the gang <laughs> so tell us about the candles then because you're saying that you wanted to make them because your son has allergies so what goes into a candle and what makes different candles different from other ones uh, I use only soya wax for my candles I wouldn't mix um, my uh, wax with paraffin or other waxes just to make sure it's a pure soya wax because the so just like food the ingredients to make a candle are very important. Definitely. Um, so we just use this particular wax, which is very tricky to um, break. What I meant, it's very hard to combine with the fragrance. Sometimes you can get a lovely uh, cold throw, we say, that you can smell the candle. Uh, but then when you're burning it, you can't smell anything. So <clears throat> it took me... <clears throat> over a year writing down and checking and combining with different fragrances just to make sure that uh, we're getting this beautiful uh, hot uh, throw. <clears throat> so um, I'm using only certified um, fragrances. I work with the uh, perfume uh, house in England. Um, so um, everything is tested. Um, so that's the important thing. It's not like I'm at home putting a little bit of that and a little bit of this. I do, uh, but if I want to develop this into the fragrance that I want to put into my candles, it's sent to the professionals and they're uh, looking after it. So you have a recipe for each different candle? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> that's fab. And tell me about some of the ones that are in the range. What's your favourite one? Um, at the moment, my favourite one is Indian Jasmine. It's in a copper range, uh, uh, earth range. Um, it's very uh, fresh, very summery, very springy. There's lots of lemongrass in it and a little bit of jasmine and a hint of bergamot. It's a beautiful scent. Um, in the green collection, the wine bottle collection, um, <clears throat> when we combine uh, recycling with the beauty of the fragrance and design, um, my favourite one will be Tea Leaves and Bergamot, number five, which again, I think I'm more floral and um, floral mixed with this uh, wood and spicy girl. But Tea Leaves and Bergamot would be um, a mixture of uh, tea, uh, bergamot, uh, there's a little bit of cucumber in it. It's a lovely scent, beautiful for spring. So it sounds like some of the scents are maybe more suited to the kitchen or the bedroom oh, or the yes. bathroom. Yes. So what if, if we had to take a room at a time, the living room, which one would you put into the living room? For the morning, um, <clears throat> I will go for um, either number six, jasmine and lemon, or number five, tea leaves and bergamot. Then in the afternoon, I will definitely turn on number three, pomegranate, which is more subtle, more sensual. Um, and in the evening, I would go for um, earth collection to copper candles. Um, and I will definitely went for something more 
heavier woody that will be wood um, or orchid which is more earthy and heavier and very very sensual for the evening and for the kitchen um, definitely number 10 uh, orange and coriander which is very zingy very uplifting um, very lemony and orangey um, and then we have a bedroom <laughs> how many is in the range um in the green range we call it green collection one bottle collection we have 10 cents okay so uh, it's like there's a huge number there yes so i think because everyone is different and um you can it's like with colors or food or um art if you talk about the sense, it's such a wide um, spectrum. Um, everyone has different uh, opinion, different favor sense, um, and I think it's so important. The scent is so important in our life. If connected to the um, sense of taste, so if you if you have a cold and you're sick, let's say, and your all sinuses are blocked, you can't really taste the food. So um, I think it's just amazing how our body works. And uh, for me, sense of smell is just something out of this world really well, you were going to talk about the bedroom there and i'm nearly afraid to ask you but i know there's going to be people listening saying ask her about the bedroom what has she got for the bedroom um the bedroom again i think you you have to um thing listen to your instincts and for me the bedroom will be again woody spicy something very warm um so i i would i would go for um White fig, which is very subtle, number eight. It's a lovely scent. And then number three, again, pomegranate, which I think everybody loves this scent. And thank you to Joe Malone, I think. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's, we thank you to Joe Malone for this one. Um, and um, then again, in the copper collection, we have a tuberose. It's very manly scent. Um, something that's it's lo lovable by women and men so definitely tuberose and also we ha we launching a new um gentleman collection we have two men candles that again i was uh, trying with all my fr with, uh, girly friends and their lovers so i think there is um something in them <laughs> you remind me very much of a chef in his kitchen developing recipes and testing different scents and, and putting different flavors together to come up with the right combination and as you talk about it you're smiling and you can really tell the passion that you have for thank it thank you so much no i i absolutely love it what i'm doing and uh, it is like um you see you're taking inspiration from everything that you you surrendered um around so it's music it's um, colors it's the food that you're eating whatever you see and i'm surrounded by uh, we live very close to the korea um so um during the summer and spring, the green, the colours, and we can see the Wicklow Mountains. So it's just fantastic to live there. And I think for any, I think um, building a scent, um, it is, it is, um, it is like art. It's like painting. And very often, I, I also do uh, perfume workshops, and we try to um, whatever we smell, put it on the paper using colours. And it's amazing. Sometimes people go for different colours. Um, um, trying the same scent so um, yeah no I love it I think it's lovely that you get such inspiration from your surroundings and the place that you live when you go back to Poland to visit do you gather inspiration from there as well and bring uh, it back with you definitely yes uh, we're trying to um, go to Poland every summer and uh, to get more sunshine um, and um, uh, definitely all the flowers that are blooming over there and the food we have a family that live in the country so you go and you grab your tomatoes straight from the from the um, 
So um, tomato, fresh tomatoes, all the vegetables, uh, flowers. So you're just, um, your brain is exploding because of the the amount of flavors and scent you're getting there. And I think it's the same if you um, go to um, Spain or um, Italy or even here um, in Ireland, if you go and visit, there's a few uh, lavender farms around Ireland. Um, it's so many beautiful things here that you can just go and try. And with the smell, you need to touch as well. You just need to try. So, in terms of stockists and kimono in Newcastle West, yes, where kimono. we are meeting today, that's one of your stockists. Yes, I'm delighted I can be part of um, uh, Eilish uh, range here in kimono. It's a beautiful shop and um, I'm, I'm just delighted I can be here today and share my passion with our um, Eilish customers. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just thrilled. I'm thrilled. People will be wondering now, are they expensive? How much are they? The um, green range um, in the wine bottle uh, glasses cost um, 27 euros. And um, they purely, as I said, soya wax mixed with certified uh, fragrances. And they burn for over 60 hours. Um, so um, that's the this range. And the copper candles uh, cost uh, 39 euros. And again, the burning time will be the same. Um, over 60 hours yeah perfect and whenever you're burning the candles how long should you burn them before you would blow them out you you shouldn't burn your any candle more than four hours um, and just to make sure that your candle is going evenly down um, you need to make sure that when you're burning your candle the whole surface is melted and then the candle will go evenly down and you will use the whole wax in the vessel also it's very important to trim the wick um, if um, we keep forgetting about trimming the wick then the wick is bulking up inside the glass or uh, container and then um, we're getting very very um, high temperature inside the vessel and our wax will burn very very quickly and then does that cause blackness as well exactly yes so that's the uh, for not only for my candle for every candle just uh, Please, everyone, remember <laughs> to trim the week. Yeah, a few good tips there because something that I learned a few years ago, I got into trouble and was told, look, you know, you need to, yes. to do that it's, mm. and it's better for the candle yeah. and, yeah. and the scent and everything. Mm. Well, congratulations Thank on the range, so a fabulous range available in Kimono in Newcastle West. Do you have a website if people would like to find out more about you? Uh, yes, our, our website is called um, candela.ie, double L, and uh, please visit our website, website anytime. You can subscribe to my website as well. Um, I'm trying to be good and send the um, letters to my customers. Um, so um, sometimes we offer extra discounts. So it would be lovely if people visit our website and our Instagram page and Facebook. Fantastic. <laughs> lovely to talk to you. Thanks thank so much you for so your time. Much. Thank, thank you. You're listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by the Taste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. Welcome back to The Best Possible Taste. I'm Sharon Noonan. And just before the break, I was in Kimono Boutique in Newcastle West talking to candle maker Gosha from Candela in Kildare about her beautiful range of handcrafted candles. And earlier in the programme, Rosemary Bennis was celebrating International Women's Day by highlighting products that are on the market thanks to the passion, innovation and hard work of wonderful Irish food producers. 
If you are just tuning in and you want to catch up on best possible taste, you can do so on West Limerick 102 FM when it's repeated on Wednesday mornings at 8am. And the podcasts are available to listen to on SharonNoonan.com as well as iTunes and the podcast app. And it's also on the taste.ie website, voted Ireland's best online digital food and drink magazine. Now, time to meet our final guests this evening. Near to Nature is a Limerick business that makes health bars. It was founded by Swami a couple of years ago and I met him along with Lorraine Hughes to find out more. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Swami, tell us a bit about yourself and when you came to Ireland. Well, um, I came to Ireland in 2009, and uh, when I came here for an interview to work in LIT, which is the Limerick Institute of Technology, to work as a scientist, myself and my wife, Mahi, fell in love with the sublime beauty of Ireland. So, um, uh, previous to that, I was doing my PhD in uh, Sweden, which was into food antioxidants. Uh, so basically I came uh, to Limerick in 2009 and I started working as a scientist and after that couple of years into my uh, work uh, I, I realized and I, uh, I, I saw a trend in increased trend in uh, healthy snack bars but at the same time I, I could see the, uh, the kind of ingredients that were that they were going into these uh, healthy snack products. You're a food scientist, and were you into health and fitness yourself, and were you eating bars and things like that yourself, or were you coming across them in your work as a food scientist? Um, while, well, while I was in uh, Sweden, uh, I got into a good habit of running, and I started running uh, half marathons there. And when I came came to Limerick, and I started doing uh, full marathons, so uh, which is which is an endurance event, so. Uh, then I started eating uh, energy bars, so that's how I came across uh, the energy bars and uh, uh, the whole uh, growing sector uh, of energy bars. And uh, uh, that's that's when I I thought of bringing my uh, say food science background uh, into uh, making the snacking of the energy bars more natural and more functional. So what year then did you bring out your first Near to Nature bar? It was in 2006. Uh, we got into a program called Food Academy program, which is offered by, say, Board Bia Local Enterprise Office and uh, the Super Value. Uh, through, um, uh, I, I, I went down to this program, and out of that program came out uh, a, like our all-natural uh, health bars uh, with five flavors. And uh, so uh, that's how uh, Near to Nature uh, products started with. So that was 2016, two years ago, and we're, health bars are very on trend now. Yeah. Was there a lot of competition in the market whenever you first entered it? Uh, there, there was. It, at that time itself, it was in a relatively hyperactive uh, sector. But what we found was a unique um, gap where uh, there was a need for energy bars with more natural ingredients and with a specific health benefits. So that's what our uh, near nature uh, products uh, like in a health bars brought. Like uh, they had some unique ingredients like superfoods and uh, ingredients like uh, turmeric, hemp, uh, spirulina and uh, seaweed. So. Uh, Inclusion of these novel ingredients made the products uh, unique and uh, 
health beneficial as compared to the many mainstream energy bars which are um, just a source of energy with a lot of uh, ingredients that consumers would not recognize. We have the hemp bars, so tell us about what's in this. There's no added sugar, yeah. it's a source of fibre, 100% natural ingredients. Just tell me a bit more about it and the flavours. Every ingredient that goes into our uh, product is 100% natural. So, so to say, we have a hemp bar, so it contains hemp, which is a good source of um, uh, good fat, like uh, poly and monounsaturated fatty acids. And apart from that, we have different nuts and seeds um, and dry fruits blend together in a unique blend. Uh, and in our turmeric bar, we have turmeric and uh, say ginger and cinnamon, which adds to the benefit and to the taste of the product. And we had a kelp bar, which is a seaweed uh, known to have uh, health benefits. Uh, and we have a cacao bar, um, which is um, uh, which contains different nuts and seeds and cacao powder, which is a good source of energy. Well, let's talk to Lorraine now about the cocoa bar because you've just rebranded and, and changed the packaging. When did you get involved in the company? I got involved, I'd say, about a year ago. About a year ago, I, I actually can't eat sugar. So I tasted the bar, it was in the old packaging. And I think it was Rory who was doing a tasting in maybe in Limerick. And I tasted the bar and I just thought, wow, this is amazing. So that's how I got involved. And I actually basically emailed Swami and said, I need to get involved with this. This is fantastic. So it's the sugar thing for me. Okay. And the packaging then, were you involved in the yeah. redesign? So did, why did you decide that the packaging needed redesigned? That, well, we used to be, you can see the old packaging there, it used to be clear film with stickers. It's, it's a, it was a quick fix at the time, whereas this is fully printed. This goes through a bar flow. It's, it makes the whole process much quicker as well. So if you're going to expand, you need to look for fast processes in the whole thing. So it was for that as well, but also for the look in retail. And you're based out in Bally Simon, is it in Limerick? We've actually moved to a bigger premises in Raheem, in the Limerick Food Centre, actually, in the back of the Raheem Business Park. Tell us a bit about the factory and the processes that you use. Uh, our new production facility, the bigger production facility, is based in uh, Raheem Business Park, which is in Limerick. And we have, uh, um, uh, say, uh, equipments which can handle uh, or make um, uh, higher capacity or bigger, um, increase our production capacity in terms of making bars, uh, bars, balls, and uh, any other different shapes. Um, so that has given us an uh, extra strength in terms of ex uh, offering our service to smaller uh, food producers who only have a concept or would, who wants to bring their product into the market. So they could come to us, we could do a contact manufacturing uh, for them uh, of these uh, healthy snack bars. And how many people do you have working there? We Currently we have uh, four, uh, two part-time and four, two full-time. The ingredients then that you use, where do you source them from? We try to source uh, as much as possible uh, some of the ingredients from uh, within here in Ireland and uh, by the nature of ingredients that are going, so they, some of them are coming from, uh, say, outside uh, Ireland, but we source them through uh, local uh, suppliers. Now you have three flavours or three varieties yeah. on stream at the moment. Have you any plans to develop that and add more on? Mm, we actually had five flavours earlier and uh, being in the market space, we learned that there are certain flavors, uh, certain types of products move faster. So just to make it, uh, just for the ease of doing business, uh, we have downsized them to three uh, best-selling bars. 
And the Super Value Academy, have you found it really useful? Um, the whole program of Food Academy was uh, really, really good. Uh, it actually gave us to the gave us the flavor of what to expect uh, while starting a food business uh, in terms of the product development and the, the whole uh, the uh, say, you know, uh, route to market and everything. So it was very useful for us. And uh, the best thing was it, it gave us a platform to display our products in super values, in local super values, which was doable and it, uh, you know, it actually helped us in a greater way. In terms of marketing then, Lorraine, that's your side of the of the business. Do you find that social media has been a, a huge help for you? Oh yeah, it's huge. You're using everything. When you're marketing, you're using everything. But social media, like at the moment, say Facebook and Instagram and a little bit of Twitter are obviously really useful. And video is massive now. So anything you put up, if it's moving, you know, that's going to be massive for us. Especially with a rebrand, because we've changed. We used to be end-to-end, near-to-nature. Now we're just near-to-nature. We've paired it back. So we want everything to be really clear across everything, across the website, across social media, across the look. But again, what Swami was talking about in terms of outsourcing, for the other companies that we make products for, they also don't use sugar. So that's a big part of it as well. They're also using natural ingredients. So we're making, we're making energy balls for one company, we're making bars for one or two companies, and we're starting to look at making snacks in schools as well, making small, tiny little energy balls, basically, again with no sugar, because a lot of the legislation there is changing. Yeah, and a lot of the schools are given, the national schools are giving their their pupils the snacks at break time that they're providing them for them, so there's opportunities to yeah, get in yeah. there to, to give them something yeah. different from actually, the... Regulations have changed, so they're trying to break down the amount of sugar that's in any of the products, so that's perfect for us because we don't use sugar at all. Moving forward then, what's your vision for the business, Swami? Um, we actually have uh, you know, uh, inquiries from, say, Florida uh, for us to make some products for a company in Florida. And uh, we would like to bring our products uh, outside, like, say, export our products to, say, UK, Germany, and uh, uh, mainland Europe. So our new branding or the new packaging has uh, uh, the German... Uh, Labels uh, on that, so the, the, our products are ready to go into Germany. The ingredient list is in German. We're that optimistic. So that's fantastic. Yeah. So we would like to export our products and uh, um, uh, introduce more and more uh, uh, the bars which have a specific health benefit. So to say, you know, it could be for a special medicinal purpose. Um, make the products more functional. Yeah, that's what we, we want to expand in terms of the range of products and also uh, to reach uh, to international market. Fantastic. Well, listen, it's been lovely to talk to you today. I'm going to taste one of these. I'll let you open it up there for me till I, have, till I get my choppers around it and well, see what it's like. It's a source of manganese. Tell us about manganese, Mommy. Here's the See, manganese is uh, good for your energy metabolism. Uh, it helps you uh, better, um, say, uh, better release of energy uh, as compared to having a bar which just is a source of energy, but it doesn't help you to proper use of energy. Yeah, yeah it, it has the, the texture of a protein ball, which I wasn't expecting, so there is a softness to it. It's not a crunchy bar. Yeah. Uh, see, that's the beauty of our product. So we have... Uh, the unique blend of different ingredients uh, to make it more, you know, good mouthfeel uh, and a good taste and at the same time a good benefit. 
yeah, with good flavour, yeah. It's lovely, it's delicious. Thanks so much for telling me about it today. Bon appétit. Yummy. Grubs up. Delicious. Mmm. Thanks again to Swami and Lorraine and that cocoa bar was very nice. I really did enjoy it. Now, before we finish up tonight, I have to tell you about the 2018 Limerick Chowder Cook-Off, which takes place next week on Tuesday, March the 20th at LIT in the Food and Tourism Department. Are you a chef with a super chowder in your repertoire that is one of the highlights in your recipe collection? If so, you should enter this competition, which is being staged thanks to the Limerick Food Group. The winner will represent Ireland in the All-Ireland Chowder Cook-Off in Conceal in April. And if you're interested, check out the Limerick Food Group Facebook page for details or email ethna.gavigan at lit.ie. And the 2016 winner of Ireland was Kieran Doherty from Ballyliffin in County Donegal and he went on to win the world title in Rhode Island last summer. So there you go. Another event that I must bring your attention to tonight is the Chef Swap Dinner in Galway next week. Chef J.P. McMahon, who has lots of fabulous restaurants in Galway, he is bringing a pioneering Icelandic-born chef who's called Gunnar Karl Gislason of celebrated new Nordic restaurants Agurn and Dill Restaurant. JP is bringing him to his Michelin star in Nier on the weekend of March the 23rd and 24th. And the menu is a collaboration of local ingredients spiced up with a unique flavour combination thanks to Gunnar bringing some treats from Iceland or maybe New York where he now lives. It's a tasting menu and you can choose from 6, 8 or 10 courses which range in price from €65 to €110. And if you visit anearrestaurant.ie you'll get more details and that brings us to the end of tonight's show be sure to get in touch with all your food and drink news stories and recipes drop me a line anytime to s.noonan at live.ie thanks for tuning in and to my guests Rosemary Venice, Gosha, Swami and Lorraine Hughes I'll be back at the same time next Tuesday so until then have a fantastic St Patrick's Day this Saturday and bon appétit Thanks for listening to The Best Possible Taste with Sharon Noonan. Sponsored by thetaste.ie. Voted Ireland's best online food and drink magazine. To get in touch with The Best Possible Taste, email Sharon at SharonNoonan.com or tweet Sharon at Queen of Org. As in, Queen of Organisation. Bon appétit. <laughs> <laughs>